Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the gang's all here. What's up? Bar Down Breakdown is back, back in the saddle. And we have 75% of the best tour package that's coming to a city near you uh, in just about you know five or six weeks' time. So uh, we are uh, super stoked. We got our homie Walter here from Frontside. We've got our homie Seth here from uh, Sleeve. We've got our homie Justin from out of time and uh, at some point uh, someone from the crease role will be joining us might be Kyle. Uh, apparently he's really wine drunk somewhere in Vancouver. So he'll probably pop in to tell us all about how, you know, fucking Canadian hockey is better than American hockey. It'll make fun of my room and then I'll leave. That's yeah. <laughs> so I'm not giving him the satisfaction of seeing my room today. He's got to look at Chicago. So boys, thank you for joining us. Super, super pumped to have you guys. Really, really pumped to talk about uh, the Bar Down Break Tour and the Bar Down Break Fest. Um, you know, really haven't had the opportunity to get everybody on from this awesome tour package. So uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, I, I guess we got to address Justin first because out of time, uh, just put out no boundaries, like literally a couple, you know, a couple days ago. And Mikey's oh, rocking the yeah. Mikey's yeah, rocking the your mint, mint green shirt. Where's your mint green shirt? I'm rocking my smart punk shirt. So, you know, I got to got to rep the brand somewhere. But uh, so how's the response been for the record so far, man? I've, uh, I, I know actually I, I'll let you tell the story about how some Italian guy uh, gave it favorable reviews. Uh, yeah. So I woke up this morning and um, let me see. I might be able to pull up his name because I want to give him like a proper shout out. But um, yeah, we. Uh, yeah. Losimo Consiglia is uh is this italian uh guy who talks about like the scene like the alternative scene and he did this whole glowing review in italian of uh, no boundaries he's just like talking about no boundaries he's like you gotta listen to this band at a time they sound like old blink Wendy too if you're wondering how i understand italian i speak <laughs> portuguese and spanish so i kind of got the gist of it but um he definitely hates out of time. <laughs> he definitely hates. It. He's like these fucking guys. But um, it was it was just really cool just hearing somebody in Italian just talking about. So I was like, I was I just like go and put emojis on the thing. I was just like hard emojis because I'm like this guy. This guy probably doesn't speak any English. And he goes, "Great job on the album, guys." I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> I was like, he does speak English, but um, but yeah, it's it's. It's been really cool just hearing everything um, 
about the album. Uh, Elder Emo podcast actually did a, a live react to the album. They'd never listened to it. And they, they sent over like a YouTube video awesome. of them live reacting to the album, which was really cool. Um, we didn't tell them that we wrote a song about how much we hate oatmeal. So that was pretty fun to catch them off guard about that. Um, and then like, it's just, I, I feel like we, we did something that a lot of pop punk bands did back in the two thousands. Uh, and we reprised the whole album with a whole bunch of our friends singing like different hooks from different songs. And I, it was just cool. Like, uh, one of my friends like commented, he goes, on her Facebook, he goes, you didn't just reprise the whole album at the end. He's like, don't do this to me. He's like, this is too <laughs> emotional right now. <laughs> but yeah, I, we got 11 of our friends on it, and uh, awesome. it was just, it was just a fucking blast. Like, we've been holding yeah. on to this thing for a year and a half. For sure. I know, man. And, uh, you know, I've listened to it a couple of times. I know Mikey's listened to it a couple of times. It's uh, It really is great. You guys did a fantastic job on it. Um, the production on it sounds great. Um, you know, all of the... Um, you know, just like just the way it's 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 written and how you know kind of thoughtfully composed it is is uh is kind of refreshing. You know, like sometimes I think uh you get into bands that are you know a little too um kind of take themselves a little too seriously and uh, try to do a little too much. Um, I mean, you know, who am I to you know slander someone's artistic vision? But you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, you guys really came out and, and made a, a really, really great pop punk record. And it's, it's awesome. So kudos to you guys. And definitely guys. Um, super pumped to, uh, you know, hear you guys play the the stuff live, uh, you know, on the tour and uh, on uh, at, at the fest, man. So really, really pumped for that. Congratulations to you and all the boys there. And then um, I'll kick it, kick it to my homie Seth down here. So I know, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say anything, but I know like, I know sleeve is sitting on like a gold mine. I, 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 I know you are. I know you are. So I'm you waiting to, for it. I need you it. To, you don't have to be coy about it. <laughs> no, you, you can talk Get about it. it. It's all good. But um, you know, so I know yeah, uh, essentially your 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 yeah, whole next record is, is written. Your, I'll get it in your hands. Don't worry. Hell yeah. But uh, so yeah, give us give us a little bit of uh, insight there. So I mean, like you know, I've I've heard the whole the whole record is pretty much done. Uh, are you guys shopping it around? Are you guys just kind of waiting for the right time to to get it out there? What's what's the plan for it? Dude, I wish I knew. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we, we're shopping around. We're, you know, doing all the things. I think the only thing we have left to do before it's ready to go is we're setting up times to take some new promos and to get the album more done. And once that's done, uh, we're pretty much Damn. ready to throw it out in the world. But um, oh don't know about what we'll do with a label. We'll see. We might self-release it. We might. All right. something who knows i don't know <laughs> i just put but, bass, hey man, man. I don't, no, I'm but look don't don't do that thing don't uh, do that yeah, thing where you're like i'm just the, i'm just the bassist. i don't know shit you know like come on man but we're, we're pumped we're pumped for it um and uh you know i'm really really excited to to hear some of the shit uh played live as well really pumped on that uh hello kyle hey i see that, I see that you're here that's great I mean, fucking wine country excellent. safari over here. What are you here. drinking? What are you, what are you drinking? A Sauvignon Blanc right now? I'm drinking uh, an orange uh, Moshka from uh, a, a winery that I was just at. And uh, then we that. went and shot some. We were starting to shoot some clays there. And then I'm like, oh, my God, the service disappeared. I was going to do it from outside. <laughs> um, and here I am. I had to go back inside. So my phone died. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to interrupt anything. My bad. Nah, you're good, man. <laughs> yeah, you didn't interrupt anything. Yep. We're glad we're glad you're here with us. Uh, so uh, for the introduction, that's our homie Kyle from the Crease Rule, hey all the way up there being being cold as shit, doing yep. the damn thing. Uh, yep. Uh, doing the damn so thing. so so Walter, let me let me kick it to you, man. So uh, you know, give me a little bit of insight on on what's happening with Frontside. What do you guys got cooking right now? Well, next thing we're gonna do, we're just we're figuring out. Awesome, man. You know, and then uh, uh, Kyle down there, um, you know, you guys are coming kind of hot off the heels of the of the EP, which I guess at this point is 
almost like a year old now is it i think uh no uh october october so, yeah, okay it so will be it's not that bad not that bad I'd so we're, still, i'd say we're getting there yeah we're yeah, getting there for sure yeah and about, so uh as, you know as far as the crease is concerned uh you know what, what do you guys got on the horizon are you guys uh, uh kind of hunkering down writing some new stuff or you're just uh uh you know waiting uh to, to lay it on us what, what do we got going on we're just we're just trying to play i think right now yeah. and, and this is like super exciting just to you know come join you guys and like actually play live yeah. and uh yeah the canadian we got we got uh we'll get some canadian shows and that's that's just been the goal like since the the bands the band started and then two weeks later it was like you cannot do anything with this band and we we're like yeah. okay <laughs> so um yeah we're gonna we're gonna record uh we're, you know we're recording now as we speak slowly uh, i think we're just gonna do a couple songs at a time for the next little while i was uh cool. the last dp was one of those things where i was like let's just let's put out five all at once and who cares yeah. really we'll do maybe one single kind of thing mm-hmm. um so yeah we'll see how it goes yeah we're working awesome. on it yeah fantastic man and, and it's great you know it's great to hear that you know everybody's got you know something something in the in the pipeline cooking you know whether it's a new record or uh you know finally getting to tour on some old music that you haven't gotten the opportunity to. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, I, I think it's great that, you know, this tour materialized and I shouldn't say like materialized cause it didn't just materialize. It took, you know, a lot of hard work to, uh, t- to get it all to come together. You know, it, it, it took, it took visas and contracts and this city and that city <laughs> and this city and that city. And it was a lot of work and, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and take, any credit for it at all because uh, I was just kind of a, an innocent bystander and in all of this, but um, Mikey was really kind of a really instrumental part in getting this all taken care of as was Justin. And, you know, as was, uh, you know, Seth and Walter just kind of putting yeah, everything together, and making great recommendations for places to play and, and, and for, for putting together some shit. But um, I, I, just because some of our listeners probably have never dealt with this or are ever going to deal with this again. And Mikey kind of this being his like first time doing this, I'd love for you to kind of just take a couple of minutes and talk about like some of the shit you encountered and like how you thought it was going to be versus how it was. <laughs> Is this question for me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, we deal with this shit all the time. <laughs> I, yeah. Let's go Mikey. <laughs> I definitely don't envy you guys. Like, being in a band trying to self book a tour sucks. Like it really does. And, um, you know, I truly believe in all four of these bands. And I think that all four of these bands are freaking killer. And when I pitch it to these, you know, venues and booking agents, I'm expecting them to kiss our feet because like, no joke, these bands (laughs) rip and, Unfortunately, it doesn't go that way all the time. So, um, you know, some some cities kind of have their nose up in the air, and they're like, "Oh, we don't we don't want to take a four four band tour on. We don't want to do a package without like two or three locals." And you know, I, I I think that this tour can do wonders with four bands and just one local or no local like band. And um, because I just truly believed in the in all the bands playing. And uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a, a a tough waiting game, and lots and lots of emails, and then like a, a venue will kind of lead you on and respond, and then just like ghost you for no reason. And it's just like if you if another tour came up or something that you thought might have been better, like just have the decency to let someone know. Like you know, like that that's when someone reaches out to the podcast. And if it's just not a good time, I'll let them know, like, hey, sorry, this is not a good time, but, you know, hit us up in a couple of months. Like, mm-hmm. a quick little yeah. response, but, yeah. you know, a lot of these yeah. venues kind of just lead you on, and then you're like, I think I have a hold there. Like, they said that I have a hold there, but now they're not responding, and it's just, like, a real, like, waiting game. When, you know, when you're dealing with things like a v- like visas and stuff, like, it, it kind of comes down to crunch time, so... Yeah. uh we pulled it off. Uh, if if you know a, a great venue in Philly, uh, slot into our DMs. Slot into the know. DMs. Quick. Into the DMs. <laughs> I, it's kind of it's it's really crazy to me to think about because every city, like every date, I, I don't think there was one date or city that was like seamless. Like I'm pretty sure every single city we had like at least like one backup. 
Like except for Orlando, eh? That was pretty seamless. Yeah, Orlando. I mean, thank God, Mayor Marshall, man. He just. Like... I was gonna say Orlando and Raleigh, <laughs> and even Richmond yeah. too. It, it was Raleigh, kind Raleigh of like... was pretty. Raleigh yeah. was easy, yeah. I guess yeah, it was Raleigh, Richmond, um, even Charleston was pretty easy once we got connected with with second son down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a longtime buddy of Forbes too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because like, it's just crazy. Like, you know, the original tour, like the way it was routed, like we were, they we were originally thinking of doing Baltimore and originally thinking of doing Charlotte and, you know, somewhere in Georgia, whether it was Atlanta or we were talking about, you know, like for a hot second, we were like, should we do, you know, like Smashville or like, should we do this and that? And it's just, it's so tough to do because realistically, you know, Mikey's sitting there trying to put all this together, but the reality of it is like, you know, if Mikey didn't know his ass from his elbow, he could have just been like, yeah, yeah, I routed you this tour. You know, your first date's in Nashville. Your next one's in fucking Chicago. Your next one's in. Yeah. You know, so, so (laughs) having that peace of mind uh, was, was really super important, man. So, uh, but it it came together and it came together and that's kind of what's important about it. So, uh, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great, um, a great little, uh, little amount of gigs for you. And that's the tour poster there. Uh, which is dope, man. So yeah, we've got. Uh, Love it. We're still trying to figure out Philly or South Jersey. So again, if anyone's got any recommendations there, you let us know. But uh, we're hitting York next, the West York Inn, which is going to be be a dope one. Uh, we've got Richmond RVA, which is always always a dope place to be. Uh, Raleigh, Charlotte, uh, Charleston, and then uh, after Charleston, we're 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 going to be in Orlando. We're doing uh, El Dorimo night, which is going to be a great time. And then we've got Bar Down Breakfast on the, on the 25th, which uh, there are uh, still some tickets available. So you should uh, get on that while you can, because uh, um, the closer we get, uh, the harder it's going to be to get tickets to this. Because to be honest with you, um, just these four bands alone uh, are, are like going to have the capability to like sell that to sell Wills out. And then you got to remember, like we're adding felicity we're adding brave weather we're adding you know gold steps steps. we're adding aim high we're adding all of these incredible bands so before you know it (laughs) before you know it you're it's just you're you're gonna be you're gonna be kicking yourself because you didn't get tickets so you know like Mm. don't wait i'm telling you don't wait like i i've always been the kind of guy who doesn't wait for tickets as soon as tickets for something i want to see go on sale i buy them because to be honest with you uh the fomo that i have from missing out on some shit like that like will destroy me so i'm not going there so uh if you're listening and you haven't bought tickets yet scoop some because uh you know you you definitely don't want to miss out and then honestly i I think just as fun as as bar down breakfast is going to be i think elder emo night is going to be a blast too we've got some really cool things that we're cooking up there and, um, you know, I, I don't I don't really know what's going to happen. But what I do know is that uh, someone is going to play like an Alkaline Trio song that I want. And someone is going to play a Thrice song that I want. Uh, and if it doesn't happen, I'm shutting the whole shit down. <laughs> so that's 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 what I say. Fair call. Fair call. Oh, who got Thrice <laughs> over us? <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, nobody, nobody. nobody got Thrice. It's just like I've That's made an a, undertaking. That is an yeah. undertaking. I, I've I've seen I've seen a live video of you guys playing Deadbolt, and I and I enjoyed it. So you know, I mean, what, man, like it was like, do we do you know, do we do thrice? And I was like, no, there's got to be. There's so many good bands that are <laughs> taking part. Like, let someone else do thrice if they want. We'll just we'll do something easier, which I won't. I won't. You know, no, disclose don't, right don't now, tell us. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do something a lot easier where you can drink a few more pints and just get through it. You know. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just, and I, I, I love what we got going on here, and I mostly love that. Like every time I look down at Seth's thumbnail, he's just frozen in time. <laughs> but he's like so happy though. <laughs> he's <laughs> happy to be frozen in time. He's just like. <laughs> can I just talk about like? Can we talk about like the the chat that we have going on? I think this is the first time I've ever said set it to Wumbo. <laughs> And it worked. He's back on. Oh, he's did like, he set it? Yeah. it? He's like, I'm flipping it upside down as we speak. Hell yeah. He's setting it to Wumbo. I love it. Oh, man. No, we got, we got two, two sets. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> love I'm this. Trying. This is hilarious. <laughs> hey, man. As long as we as long as long we got your voice, that's that's fine. That's all we that can, matters. We can, can make this video work. Off. The internet's well, an evasive place, man. Sometimes dude, you don't have it. It is. It really is. So, um... It's it's you know it's cool yeah. that we 
like get all of these like we, we actually have like six hockey fans on here that we can kind of chat a little bit about some puck but uh i you know I, justin turned to me at work and was just like what just happened and i'm still scratching my head because uh i mean it, and it's bigger than islanders news because it's just it just kind of blows me away but uh trots is out yeah 10 oh, like yeah. what the hell happened i don't know um, I my don't mind know, is blown man. well hopefully know. the oilers pick him up but yeah right seriously one uh, year like one year that's it and, like one and to be honest year? with you and like it was a bad year, but like it so wasn't much, a bad year. It was a bad half a year. Yeah, like, so much of that. Yeah, yeah, so much of that year, like just wasn't. You know, I mean, when you start the game, you know, when you start the season, you know, thirteen road games in a row, and then as soon as you get off of that, COVID decimates the team, mm-hmm. and then you're dealing with injuries, and you're trying to figure out your your lines because twenty five games into the season, you know, a bunch oh, wait, of people wait. are. Tom, before you yeah. continue, I want to say okay. this because I hear it every podcast and I want to say it. We're not an Islanders podcast. We're not an Islanders podcast. This is some fuckery. Prequel. Just prequel. We're, yeah. we're a Bridgeport Islanders podcast now. Oh, God. Jeez. Let's go Bridgeport Islanders. I yeah. thought this was a Leafs podcast. That's the only reason I'm here right now. Do you want to admit that? What's this whole thing? You're, you're... I thought it was a Toronto Toronto Maple Leafs podcast. That's why the I got London on Knights podcast. Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy that like in today's like the the game speeding up and people are firing coaches before they're they're firing their fastest best players and uh, and I think I think it's amazing where like with COVID and all this stuff, it's making it even harder to be a coach now because there's no room for error. Like no, this is it blows my mind that Trotz got dumped after after all of this crap. Like I yeah. feel bad for the guy, man. Like I feel bad for that. <laughs> and he had two phenomenal seasons on the Islanders. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like it, the guy, the guy took a, a group of players who, like, you know, truthfully, like, you know, where, like, where would you see like the second and third line guys, like, if they were on other teams, like, third or fourth line, maybe, you know, like, like, like. They're just like not perennial contenders. Like they're just not like as much as they, as much as they wowed us in a couple of seasons, and they still have so many things to put together. But the reality of it is, Trotz came in and made it work with, you know, a bunch of guys who kind of like banded together, mm-hmm. knowing that like none of them are really the cream of the crop. You know, I mean, and granted, like don't get me wrong, you know, there are some great players on that team. Uh, Adam Pellick is fantastic. Um, you know, you got a guy like Noah Dobson who's coming into his own, you know, you've got, and, but, you, but like, I think the problem with the team is like, you got guys that are streaky. You got, you know, a guy like Pajot who like, l- you know, lit the team on fire, but you know, kind of, kind of got really cold, you know? And then you've got, you know, uh, you know, you've got a dude like Bavillier who like, you know, w- what, what really, what's keeping him around, you know, is he, is he realistically, you know, a chip on the block to get, you know, like a Tarasenko or, you know, whoever the hell they're going to go after this season, who knows? Uh, but, you know, there were a lot of good things about the Islanders season that, you know, are now being completely eclipsed by the fact that they dumped trots and it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy because, you know, we as Islander fans could be sitting here talking about, you know, Dobson having a great season and, you know, like Brock having a great season and, and, you know, and, and, you know, Anders coming back and having a good season. You and know. not losing to Tampa in the postseason. Yeah, right? Because we didn't even get a fucking chance to. And, and, you know, like, and, and Sorokin, man, like, you know, what a season for, for Sorokin. But it's all of this stuff is just going to, unfortunately, fly under the radar now that, like, mm-hmm. this is the sensationalized thing, right? So it sucks. Yeah. Kind of sucks as an Islander fan right now. But, you know, time, time will tell, right? So I want to yeah. jump in real quick. Uh, Kyle, can you tell us what you have been doing before games in Toronto? Uh, just making sure that I shower because I sweat a lot before games. Showering up. No, aren't <laughs> you like playing before games? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the games. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> oh, we yeah, yeah, I, uh, but I definitely like I try to stay clean. Like it gets uh, playoff hockey, man. It gets pretty intense. The uh, the the Scotiabank Arena has been uh, for me and my buds like it's been uh, a home to us for years. 
last like three or four minus COVID. So I guess if you were to go back two years, it's been three years already, but we, uh, um, I run, I run a nice little company that does, uh, you know, party band stuff, cover band stuff, country covers. And, uh, I mean, I guess I've just stuck it out in Toronto long enough that I got a pretty sweet contract with MLSC. So like we get to get in there and play in between the periods and kind of entertain people on 300 level. And, uh, Molson Molson pick, picks up the tab and they're just they're the best and they uh you know you get, you get paid to be at the games and it's like a dream come true because I've been a Leaf fan my whole life and I all I thought was like you know I've been a musician long enough wouldn't it be cool if we combine the two somehow and then it just kind of like fell on my lap at age at age 20 28 so yeah so we just got the call after COVID we just got the call to come back which is hilarious and uh like I texted my buddy I'm like yo we're back we're going back and he couldn't believe it and we were there for the game and the you know Leafs got they got they got bit there five three but it's uh the atmosphere was a little better than uh it's been in past years like we were there we were there against Boston uh Mm -hmm. we were there for the Washington situation and like last few years, just with the building not being not rallying behind uh, the team like Leafs. we expected to, like it's not it's not a real playoff uh, environment uh, in the past. It's it kind of frustrating to be honest with you. It's not you know the days of old are gone. But uh, the, the last the last game we were at, and obviously game one, the crowd was the first star. Just the how exciting it's been to be, I guess maybe back in the rink for a playoff game for all these people. Like it's been loud and it's been insane, man. Like it's been just like I'm like everyone's ravenous for the action, and like you don't see that usually. It fills up with suits pretty quick, and then uh, you know they're all bringing their clients to the games, and it gets really quiet. Just gets kind of quiet. So like that in Vancouver, those are the two places in Canada where I'm like this. This is just uh, this is a suit environment. So, but yeah, yeah, we get to play the games. It's great. It's sick. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think, have, have you slipped in any Crease Rule songs? No, but uh, you know what I've done? I've uh, we, we play a set at the end of the game while people are kind of going by us, kind of going, uh, hitting the exit outside of the bar that we're in, which it's like an open bar in the 300. So you could like sit in your seats or go up to the bar that we're in. And cool. uh, I've slipped in uh, a couple no effects songs. Uh, you always got to do Basket Case by Green Day. You know, some of that stuff. Yeah. Love a little it. lot of Weezer, a lot of Jimmy World, like stuff like that. People, uh, they, you know, it's surprising how many people recognize. You know, what's a really funny one, though, is uh, Nana, Why Don't You Get get a Job by Offspring. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. Like, we'll play like, a, we'll play like a Luke Bryan song, and then I'll go and play that real quick. And it's you would think people are going to be like they're going to walk away. No, they they stop. They love they love that shit. It's hilarious. So, yeah, man, it's been good. It's been a blessing. It's I'm continually privileged in the city of Toronto with like just being here for years, like being able to be involved in music and yeah, you got to sneak in those punk covers though, man. You got to sneak in. No <laughs> well, crease rule. We core. get fired. We get fired I, if there's crease rule. I guess I could just <laughs> shift this over to Walter too because it's been a few years since you've been on the podcast because walter actually got to do this with frontside where he played for you know the intermission for the carolina hurricanes that is so sick yes so walt you know for people that are just tuning in and didn't hear that interview like just quickly like what do you remember from that experience and you know do you have people all these years later who like now come to your shows in Raleigh and like, yo, I actually found out you about you guys because of that show at PNC. Well, I remember them putting us in one of the nicer boxes there. That was, that was kind of them. Hell yeah. Um, I, in the, in the second intermission, I ended up breaking a string during one of the songs. I remember that. Uh, vividly. <laughs> vividly. Yeah. <laughs> um sweat rolling down what string what string was it I, i'm just curious it was the g string yeah it was dude that's tough because like when you break the, your g string you're like all those like power chords that you you want to play like on those a d and g strings you can't like, seth just like laughed fucking circle just laughing i was pretty i was pretty fucked um but yeah. i had another i had another guitar off of the side it was in a different tuning but i just i mean i just grabbed it fucking ran with it while i was singing along just to you know Love do what it. i could but gotta do what you can yeah we can't, sure. we can't do that at the end we, we saved the save the song um Love but it. yeah so i remember that and it's funny enough i'm dating someone who was at that hurricanes game but I mean, this was before we even got to know each other, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I remember. I was actually at the game that y'all were playing." So that's pretty cool. Kind of it. That's, that's pretty sick. interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I'm not sure if we gained any new fans from that. 
But maybe we did. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, time, though, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of the Canes, did you guys catch like the uh, the whole Marshawn like calling Tony D'Angelo a racist like a bunch of times on the ice? What's that all about? Yeah. Well, he's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, but just D'Angelo in general, like he's. It, I thought he was done. I thought he was cooked, and then uh, he's back. And, and then, of all people, Marchand is the one fucking dragging him out, dragging yeah. him through the mud. I love it. Calling his I ass can't. out. It's no. unbelievable, man. It's it's uh, you know, uh, hockey just has so much personality, man. It's just like you can't really you can't does. help but like smile at that kind of shit, man. You're just like, what the fuck is going on right now? Love it. Yes. How long have y'all been into hockey, everybody? Oh God, jeez. Uh, that was like time. five or six. Yeah, so I would say like I was probably, probably yeah, probably almost thirty yeah. years. I was six or seven. I think it was eight, and I went to go see uh, Van Beesbrook play in the with the Panthers. Ooh, that's sick. Yeah, it was the abs. It was the abs run with the Stanley Cup, and I got to go on the ice. Oh, that's amazing! No way. Yeah. Yeah, no who, else, who else was on that Florida team? Was that like Scott Mellenby? I yeah. think so. And like, I don't remember. It was pre-Pavel Bure. Yeah, yeah, it sure, sure was. I think Bure was still on the, the Canucks. At yeah, that, that was years. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, uh, man. That was a stacked team. Jovokop? Was Jovokop on that team? He might have been. Maybe. Yeah, Jovanovski might have been. And then uh, I think uh, – I'm trying to think of who else. Was that – was Brindamore on the team at that point? No. Uh – no, I'm like looking right now just to like see nobody cares them. about that team because the Avalanche beat them in the final. Like everyone just That's, thinks of the Avalanche. Like, yeah, the, you exactly. know what I mean. Like, but yeah. I think that Vin Beesbrook was the one guy where everyone like he made the cover of NHL '97. I think was it '97? Yeah. yeah, super yep. sick. Uh, Niedermeyer was on that team. Oh, Niedermeyer. Rob Niedermeyer, right? Yeah, Numberowski yeah. was on the team. Brian Skirdlin was the captain. Brian Skirdlin. Um, that is what the, where the fuck are you kyle what is that i'm in the mountains that's, boys. that's fucking that's DC, right there. can you guys see that <laughs> yeah that's fucking and that's DC. not a, that's not a green screen that's no i way. know i don't know how i'm doing the things i do nowadays at age 33 i should be i should be either in a coffin or in some sort of wood shop but like i get to do cool <laughs> shit and like, some I'm kind of wood shop <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm I'm having a great time out in Rock Creek, BC, right now with my buddy. His uh, his family ranch, they're dairy farmers. They just got a brand new ranch, and uh, we're out here just jamming and doing our thing. It's amazing. Love that. Yeah, I'll dude. tell my only drink oat milk. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for you guys to see all the signs in Georgia with the the dairy farmers, the nut milk, not milk. <laughs> I was like, you're right. Like nut it. milk isn't milk. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah. It's, wow. It's come. Hey, at least it doesn't make me have diarrhea. <laughs> hey, man, I love a good almond true. milk. Yeah, I love. Oh good yeah, almond good almond milk is good, man. A good cashew milk too, even like oat milk. Nice and... Oh, they're all good milks. All milks yeah. are for the most part. There's a few weird ones though, like cashew milks. Cashew milk, I like it. It's it's creamy. It's creamy. I've had macadamia milk before. That's a little weird. What? what? Yeah, no, I never. We don't get that. that in Canada. No, no, no I mean, no. look, you got to remember any any nut. Can, can be milk. Oh. <laughs> well done. He's got to milk it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. well done. But uh, yeah, that's so your uh, of the day. that's your best of the day. I just love it. I just love that. Like, I can't see Seth, but whenever he talks, his little white bubble just like reverberates. It's just like, <laughs> Seth, how you doing over there, bud? You, you hanging in there? Dude, I'm fighting for my life right now. I have my phone. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on top of my router. I, I don't know what the fuck else to do it this morning. This is like a Howard Stern bit. Like this is literally like a call I, just I just imagine you like sitting there with like your router in one hand, just like banging it against like a piece of furniture, just like give me the gigs, give me the gigahertz. The, the, the Howard Stern bit is trying to figure out how the fuck Tom, who got out of work at 530 got to chicago in three hours for this podcast i'm in chicago yeah. right now hanging out hanging out with my friend chick magnet punk not He's practicing crease real songs look I, tr I tried that already and, and then i got and then i got a mr deeds foot dude and that was the end of it <laughs> that's the end of it i love it 
the Quasimodo was, neck to the, oh, the Mr. Deeds foot. Dude, I, I've, I've, been, I've been feeling it. I've been yeah. feeling it. But I'll tell you what. Uh, I just stepped on the scale, and I'm at like 288. So, dude, I'm, I'm losing lubes all over the place. My the LBs are going. Well, you know, like even might. I got this. The Smart Punk shirt is like a 3x, and it's all like fucking big on me. You know, so this is wild. It's yeah. it's it's a it's a great time to uh, to have uh, one foot. It's a good time just for that. But uh, don't don't you guys worry. Uh, by the time Bar Down Breakfast rolls around, I will hopefully have two work two footed two working foots, uh, as they say, uh, feats, foots. But hey, listen, uh, you know what else is uh, just as good as two working foots? And that's DraftKings. And check this out. Uh, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, of course, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. And new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win. and get $100 in free bets, and that's no matter what, win or lose. So if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs, you can do that with the same game parlays. It's really cool. You can create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's like prop bets. I used to do them for every Super Bowl. It's great. Uh, you could probably bet on what flavor of Gatorade gets dumped on a coach. That's fucking cool. And DraftKings, of course, safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, as always, THPN is the promo code. That's for the Hockey Podcast Network. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. I, you can't beat that. And again, that's THPN. That's the code. Use our code at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Boom. I get better Good at that every day. Good I get job. better at that every day. Tom, how's your room? How's your room? Oh, today? well, that's why I'm in Chicago. <laughs> so Did you clean your room? Oh, no, of course I didn't. He's on a paddle boat in Lake Michigan right now. Yeah, I did not clean. Well, I'll tell you what. Behind his backdrop. Room is cleaner. Room is cleaner than normal. However, still not clean. But uh, (laughs) I'm moving in like I'm moving in two weeks. Where's your Um, towel? Is your towel still hanging on the door? Or like did you move? No, that towel's on the bed. Towel's definitely on the bed. bed. It's wet on the bed. Wet on the bed. The worst thing about my room right now, probably, is what's the worst thing about it? No, I, I, you know. I don't know. I think it's pretty okay, but still a little messy. Yeah. But uh, Take but, the yeah. Off there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, post traumatic stress it. though. I'll, he knew I'll, you were coming on, Kyle. I'll and he was do like, it. I'll yeah, do he's it. like, I'll he's gonna you. ask me about my fucking room. I know he's gonna ask me about my room. He puts the backdrop. Oh, there it is. Yes, Tom's room. It's not Hold as on, not as bad it. as usual. You know, it's no. still got the little things back there. I got still got your thing. sheet groove, same groove. From sheet where grooves, of course, <laughs> yeah. man. It's all about the grooves. I got my blue blanket Looks right like there. You cleaned up your dresser there a bit. Just got corduroy sheets. sheets. I did Atta a little boy. bit. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but yeah. So I'm mo- I'm moving uh to uh like the down kind of the downtown Orlando area, which is dope. Uh, I'm I'm going back to Chicago because it's windy. Um. But yeah, so I'm moving in two weeks, and uh, after we move, um, we're moving into like a smaller apartment. It's still going to be a two-one, but what we're doing is uh, I'm going to take my computer setup out of the bedroom, and I'm going to put it in the spare bedroom, and like I'm going to actually have like it set up so that like I have a my desk and a wall behind me, so I can finally hang up my bar down flag, which I've got, and some of my other shit. So I'll finally have like a nice, cool looking set up it only took me three years and like 130 episodes to to, to know what so, the hell i'm doing so tom tom's officially going to be like six minutes from the venue in orlando so we're all gonna <laughs> fucking crash in this two i was months. gonna say like so you're you're saying we have less space to crash at your place now you have less space but i mean look if you guys need to you can crash it'll be great um you know will I, it uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, it'll be. Kyle's going to clean your room. I'm going to clean your fucking room. That's fine. I mean, like, you got to, if, I don't know how many people are going to be able to fit in my new apartment with all the records that I have. So, so you're saying we're getting a vinyl, a vinyl showing. We're getting. Yeah. A oh, yeah. I mean, like, dude, I, I, good. I, uh, what did I just, I just obtained uh, some records today. Actually, I bought. A copy of Young New England by Transit, which is why I was listening to Transit before oh, nice. the show started. That's cool. I've never heard. I've never heard that. So I would like. You've to never heard. Have you heard? You never heard, you never heard Transit? Ooh, no, I've like I've never really dabbled. No, that's in that sick. album. No. Whoa. Oh, okay. Um, 
That's I got no on speed dial. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, all, really? all he'd do is if you called him right now, he'd be like, "Oh, young New England's great, great record." Mr. Shrimp is my cat, and I was be like, "Oh, <laughs> good, all right, fucking Mr. Shrimp." That's literally that's what happened. We had him on the on the show once, and he talked sort of like a little bit about '90s hockey because he didn't know like all that much about hockey. Then he started talking about his cat. He was like, "Yeah, I've got a cat named Mr. Shrimp," and I was like, "Oh, okay." That's cool. You have a cat named Mr. <laughs> Business, though, right, Justin? I do have a cat named Mr. Business. Yeah, Mr. Business. I love it. I don't know where he is right now. Oh, here he is. He's Mr. Wait a second. You took down your Christmas tree. I did. Shit. <laughs> I took it down. I took it down April first. Wow. wow. I thought it'd be hilarious to All pull right. it down. I love April that. Fool's Day. Man, you should have just kept it up. <laughs> yeah, like there's not even a chirp for that. Like it's just like. Mikey, Mikey wow. and I have been on Zoom calls at least three to four times since I've taken it down, and this is the first. This time This guy he's loves noticed. Christmas. That's why I can't believe that's wild. That's wild. <laughs> it turned that's into wild. A, it turned into a Valentine's Day tree, then a, like a Martin Luther King Day tree. Did you put red lights on it at Valentine's Day? Yeah. Oh wow, love that. I love <laughs> that man. I I love it. I it's really really it's a fucking great. St. Patrick's Day tree. No, it's like it's already green. green. Fuck it. Yeah, Yo, are you gonna have other time jerseys ready for when we get down there? I will have them on the road. Oh, so, so I don't. I don't think I can. I can legally discuss it, but I will legally discuss it with you off air. So stoked! This is sick. <laughs> this is sick. But yes, I, I will. I will have seven at a time jerseys on the road. If, if I'll give you, a, I'll give you a gentle kiss on the forehead for one. Yeah, a soft crest on a the soft crest. Of the like a gentle oh, kiss on the forehead. I wish I wish I had like I wish I had like an infinite supply of money. Like I would just like create jerseys for this whole tour and just be Man, like, it would be so sick. Me too. I I thought the same thing. I thought the same yeah. Thing. I know it's just like you know. I mean, what is money anyway? Like we just keep printing it. You know, like it just it's a construct. Yeah, it used to be. You know, like do- dogs don't care about money. They don't understand that shit. They don't care. Pretty meaningless, right? Pretty meaningless. It's so right? money's so crazy in Canada. They call it loonies. <laughs> loonies and doonies loonies and doonies fivers fucking 10 spots but yeah it doesn't mean anything it's all useless it's all fucking useless commodities up here yeah we can't do we anything should, up here man we can't do anything should, up we should get money. back we should get back to bartering you know that's really what it is like we should i've got three barrels of wheat and you've got six goats so yep. alligator named pete there yep. it is i've got man. some rich soil from the bc interior that i will trade you for an out-of-time jersey See, that's good. There's you can some, grow, grow there's anything. Special, like there's some special grass out in the BC area you could trade. There is. There is. Sure beats those dispensaries, I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to chirp a dispensary. They got the shit, but like they're out here. It's pure like, organic BC yeah, grass. It's, it's a different <laughs> demon out here. It's a different demon, man. It's great. That's where Seth Rogen goes. He so good. Uh-huh. He makes pots. Yeah, I had to go pick my brother up earlier because he uh, he was at, he ran three kilometers up up this mountain there, and and I had the side by side. I had to go grab him because there was a cougar a few few hundred meters away. He's like, "Yo, bro, I'm not moving." He's like, "Come get me with the side by side. I'll scare him away." I don't know <laughs> what the fuck a metric system is. Oh, sorry. So I, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew like as soon as you said kilometers, everyone's like. All right, so in the rest Carry of the, the world terms, one. yeah, that was about, uh, was about 100 feet away there. About 120 <laughs> feet away there. Yeah. Seth is losing it. it. Yeah. What the fuck is a metric? <laughs> there, was this, uh, there was this viral, like, video that, like, was on the internet, like, a bunch of years ago. It was, like, this dude who's taking a hike somewhere, like, I think in the Pacific Northwest, and a fucking cougar or, like, a mountain lion just, like, stalked him for, like, almost, like, a mile. It's scary, man, because you, you turn, if you turn your back to them, they follow you. And yeah. then if you turn to them, they stop. Yep. So and that's like, literally yeah. that's literally what's happened. He was he was filming the thing, like striding backwards, and like it, it wouldn't stop. It was like it was like moving at like a snail's pace. So like he would take like five strides and it would take like one stride, and then like he would like go to like shift his position or turn around, and the thing would just like 
dart close to him. It's like those. It's like the yeah. ghosts from Super Mario Brothers. Exactly yeah, like them, dude. The, the the fucking booze. You know, it's it was it's it's crazy. I I like sometimes like I thank God that like the worst thing we got. A, hey, it's the tour poster okay, again. Mikey's right. like, let's put that. I love on that again. poster. I love that poster. It's yeah, great, right? Continue, uh, so it's like you know in Orlando, like all we have to worry about is like the occasional like alligator somewhere. Well, we got the we got cougars, but they're in the bars. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. You just you just have a Florida man. That's all. You yeah, have that's true. Man. Got a Florida man. So. Yeah, that's probably way worse than a cougar. Like at the end of the day, like like it's, there's a cougar who will maul you, or there's like a dude who's like high on bath salts that will just, maul you. Yeah, so like Patty Maroon hiding yeah. in the alleyways and a hundred percent. Your tribe, your tribe is worldwide popular, like worldwide. Like everyone knows about a Florida man. Like everyone's nervous about going down there for sure. What uh, what do you what do you guys got in Richmond? Nope. They got they He's, got some they got some Edgar Allan Poe shit. I, I yeah. literally I, as soon as I said, "Hey, what's go, what's going on in Richmond?" He just he was like, "I'm I'm gonna go fuck off." So, Burger you know, King. <laughs> Burger King. Yeah, Burger Kings are good, right? Yeah, you guys. You guys you have some... waffle houses? I feel I feel like there's waffle houses everywhere. We have waffle houses and huddle houses. What the fuck is a huddle house? It's like a waffle it's house, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, the sign's not high on the highway. It's like shorter. No, they're right across the street from each other in some places. Oh shit! Let's go. Dude, Mike, Mike, Mikey's got Mikey's got like the the like trifecta. He, he's got fucking Bojangles. Oh, I know, man. He's got Cook cookouts. Out. I think. Yeah, he's That's got sick. cookouts up Let's there. Let's go. That's sick. But he doesn't eat any of it. Mikey, just... oh, probably so, for the best. So Tom, Tom can confirm this, but so at work, my wife. I, I, at work, I just watch cooking shows like yeah, while I true. eat lunch. Yeah, and and there's a there's a bomb ass barbecue shot like shop right across the street from the venue in South Carolina. Dude, do it! And oh, I'm yeah? so stoked. Let's for go, that. boys! I'm it's I'm coming like down just for the barbecue. Distance. Yep. So I just go. want to clarify. I know it says that it's at a tin roof. And like people here in North Carolina, like probably think like, oh, the chain tin roof. No, it is not not associated with the chain tin roofs at so, all. Do not oh, think okay. it's a lame chain venue. Like this place looks legit. It's it an actual so tin roof. You will listen, get Mikey. Tetanus. You gotta you gotta watch your mouth. We have a coworker who like lives and dies by the tin roof code. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and if she ever listens to this podcast, which she won't, because I don't. I don't, I don't think she knows what a podcast is, even um, though she's audible. Yeah, um, she's she's just like she's like, yep, going to Tin Roof again this Saturday. They got a cover band playing Dirk Bentley songs, and like that's and he like does what backflips off his keyboard. Oh, Oof. dude, like like what's his name? Like Justin Pierre, he he likes to do those. Speaking of Justin Miller Light for six bucks, bud. Oh yeah, so good. But uh, yeah, you know. Um, and I'm kind of like I'm interested to see like, um, I, just because like I'm I'm not really super familiar with like the Charleston scene, I, I kind of like am really interested in, to seeing how how that show goes. Uh, you know, well, it's at the right spot. Cool. We got the right local support. I think it's yeah. gonna be a hit. I think we're gonna be like right by the the water too. Actually, I think. There yeah, it is. it's, it's gonna be yeah. hot as hell though. Oh like, yeah. It's- the South. Charleston, yeah, but Charleston is just like a different kind of hot. I don't know, man. It's like the, wait, the sun. Have you been to Orlando? Yeah, wait till you get to Orlando. <laughs> it's like the surface of the sun down here, bud. I know. And so <laughs> tell me, Disgusting. how bad is Disney going to be? Because I'm going to Disney like the Monday after. Uh, I mean, June is not going to be terrible, but no, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> Trust me. If you if you think that you can get away with not powdering your testicles probably at least five to six times during your day, I'm sorry to tell you. you you're honestly you're better off like going like Kaylee style and just wearing a diaper the whole time. Wow. I powder my nuts every day. No matter. Yeah, yeah. and 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 he lives in the frozen tundra. So like you have to imagine that it's gonna be it's gonna be insane, but these shoes you know, are gonna be so fucked for this so boys. Th- this isn't <laughs> this isn't a paid sponsorship, but Manscaped sells uh, a t- testicular deodorant that you could put on. That's why I use oh, it on tour. No way. Yeah, I use the it on anti perspirant. 
Yes, an anti-burst ring. That just can't be it, good for your balls. You put it on your undercarriage. Oh, I don't know. It's made specifically for the undercarriage. How much aluminum's in it? Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's, that's <laughs> the thing, man. It, it, it's just aluminum foil that you put on. Yeah, it clogs your pores. <laughs> yeah, aluminum, aluminum. You know, even though like I use deodorant with aluminum like every single day, they say it's not good for you. Yeah, I stopped, man. Good. Yo, yeah. I used to get, I used to get, um, my elbows used to, my uh, armpits used to get fucked up from aluminum deodorant, and I just oh, stopped. Yeah. I switched back to deodorant. It's never, it's better. It's never changed back awesome. to that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That could be rough, man. That could be rough. We're just, but, we're really getting into the, the health tangents here all of a sudden. So yeah, just right? use cornstarch, man. Just get some cornstarch. <laughs> yeah. Cornstarch. Make a nice roux. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like, yeah vegas yo i was in vegas uh, i was on a couple i was on a rooftop for a couple of days there and it, it hit some unprecedented heats i felt and i'm i feel like florida yeah that humidity and it's even worse like mm-hmm. yeah his name was doug in the past life his friends locked him on the roof <laughs> yeah. i gotta tell you um that's like one of the things about florida that just like kind of does make it brutal like it's just you know You'll get like 90 degrees and it'll be like 80, 85% humidity. So you just feel like you take a step and you're just like so drenched. And then the worst thing about it is like, so like four o'clock rolls around and you eventually get this like gnarly thunderstorm that like will cool things down. Um, And then, um, you know, like it gets a little bit better, but it's just like those thunderstorms can be brutal. Can be really brutal. No doubt. Yeah, man. So, uh, anyways, uh, just touching touching on the tour again. So, um, again, we talked about a little bit in the beginning, but you know, just to shift through it again, you've got uh, the 18th of June through the 25th of June. You got out of time, sleeve, front side, and the crease rule, ripping gigs all the way down the East Coast, landing in Orlando, Florida, sunny Orlando, Florida, for Bar Down Breakfast on the 25th. Um, so I guess I got, I guess the question I have, and I'll, I'll ask each one of you and you could either answer this as earnestly as you want, or as maybe as not earnestly as you want, but, um, you know, like really like what is your ultimate goal? Like out of this tour, like, do you like, are you just looking to like get through it with an extra dollar to your name? Or like, are you you know, looking forward to a specific date or a specific show or getting to do anything cool. Like, what are you looking for? I guess I'll start with my man, Walter here. Uh, I was kind of hoping we could take over the world with this one. Um, I, I think he, I think you will. I think you can and you will. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, that's my priority. But always other than that, I mean, you know, uh, I'm excited for these fans to come to Raleigh. Uh, we always have a good time. Yeah. Uh, um, and, yeah, just meeting people, meeting whoever comes out of these shows. I mean, we don't go to a lot of these cities often. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for, for the whole thing, really. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's let's shift to, to Justin here. What, uh, what What are you looking for as far as tour experiences are concerned? I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to a lot of people shit talking our van. Um, <laughs> What's wrong with your van? It's so shitty. <laughs> everyone van. Everyone van shames us. I know. I can't wait to ride in it. I, it's, I oh, love, it's gonna be so I much love fun. Shitty vans. I'll probably love it. Oh, it's so fun. Um, I think we're gonna fix the door though before we go. Hell yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> no, so so well uh, when we were when we were driving up ninety five, um, I fell asleep, uh, laying down, and we're all fucking tall as shit in there, and uh, so our door our door is on is technically on like one hinge, but it closes and opens just fine. You just gotta like push it a little bit to give it a nice little open, and we have the screw. The screw's just lost somewhere in like the chassis. We just gotta pull it out, but um, but I, I accidentally like kicked it when I was sleeping and the door kind of started coming open on 95 and we're just like, oh shit. And we all like fucking closed it really quick. And we had to make sure we locked it because if we lock it, it doesn't open anymore. But um so sounds like you sounds like you gotta figure it out. But there's there's a system to it. But yeah, you know just what? get a string. Hold it with a string as you're sleeping. It it gets <laughs> Tony 
Tony was freaking out when he was sitting in the passenger seat because he's like, I hear the entire world outside when I'm sitting in the passenger seat. But you know, it gives you it gives you these these life experiences, and that's what I'm trying to get on this tour is who's gonna fall out of the van. Um, yeah, it's perfect. And I think I think it's gonna be a fun one. It'll be like Russian roulette, but falling out of the van. And then um, Kyle, what what about you? How many like different like American stereotypes are you trying to are you trying to really experience? Uh, well, I'm like, for, like firstly, like I am looking forward to exchanging all the good stuff that out of time sharing with us, like a ride and whatnot. I'm looking forward to like smuggling my tools across the border, fixing their van for them <laughs> as we tour. Uh, we they'll be very thankful by the time we reupholster it. Yeah. I've offered to drive the whole route, but they've said, no, we'll take shifts. Um, so just like, I'm, to be honest with you, like I'm just looking forward to, you know, uh, returning as many favors as possible from these beauties. Uh, and I think, I think the most part is like the, the bands that I've met and like all these, you guys are all so cool, but like also the bands are so good. And, um, you know, Canadian Canada has a tendency to, uh, I guess dr- drown drown bands and their sorrows before they ever go anywhere. And and most of our most of our uh, I guess uh, like attention and streaming is obviously from the United States and just kind of the I guess maybe the genre or cool like sections of the U.S. And we're just looking forward to just getting out there and playing and kind of you know just letting people know that. Um, you know, we're not just uh, we're not just a Canadian band that's like, hey, you know, all we do is you know drink, play hockey. Like, there's a lot more to it, um, but mostly that's what it is—just drinking and playing hockey. Yeah. But yeah, super stoked, super stoked to meet everyone. Every band that's on uh, the Breakfast is is uh, something to definitely shake a stick at. So that's what the most yeah. exciting thing is. We have to step our game up. Like, I'm taking time. You know, I'm I'm definitely setting the limit to maybe a, one JMO shot and a pint before we go on instead of like the usual two or three JMO shots and a pint. So you got to really make sure that you uh, wow. keep your chops up. The boys here, like we're actually all really looking forward to, to showing everyone that we're not just, uh, you know, drunk Canadian, uh, uh, you know, hosers, you know, <laughs> that's it. Hell yeah. Don't worry about, don't worry about that. Yeah. yeah, you're fine. yeah. So many they, good they, bands down there. Looking forward to it, boys. Here in Orlando, awesome. they call it a they call it a sad boy. It's a pint of PBR and a shot of JMO. Oh boy, I'm so sad. That's sad. I'm <laughs> that's, so sad. And, that, and that's and and that's and that's going to be a delicious thing. And uh, so, yep. guys, I, this this has been great because mostly just because we we shot the shit for an hour, and that's kind of yep. all I really wanted to do. Um, oh, Seth, Seth's uh, back. You're, you're back oh, for like God. thirty seconds. Hey, Seth. Seth Seth, tell me, uh, what's what's one thing you're trying to get out of this tour, bro? Come on, Seth. You got it, man. I know push you got through. this, dude. Push through, Seth. I know it's tough. <laughs> come on, Seth. Nope. All right, babe, cool. Babe. babe, come on. Just babe. message to us. Message to us. <laughs> He just sends, he just... We're screenshotting messages and trying to put them on the message on this. <laughs> so just so you guys know, even though we didn't get much out of Seth on this episode because of his terrible Wi-Fi, uh, Sleeve is nothing like his terrible Wi-Fi. Sleeve fucking rips. Boys, how um, good is Sleeve? That fucking band is so oh, good. They're so <laughs> good. They're so I remember I remember being so pissy because like I listened to the like the last sleeve record and I turned to Justin like one day at work and I'm like, you know if that sleeve like that sleeve record ever made it onto like vinyl and he's like i don't think so and i'm like that fucking sucks yeah. that really sucks <laughs> that fucking sucks sleeve sleeve was the was the last band we played with before covid hit we played with it really band. does suck oh there he you'll, is you'll get there bro you, you're gonna get there brother you come before on you Seth. know it before you know it you're just gonna be like i got too many of these records i got too many records on me I got too much shit on me shit on me. <laughs> the fuck is going on right now? Seth, breathe in. Breathe. Deep Too breaths. Much fucking shit on me. Too much fucking shit. Yeah, see? Somebody else knew about that. Seth, before the Wi-Fi gets out, like, what are you excited for on this tour? Do I feel like if I breathe, it's going to shit out again? I don't know what to do. <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> Where is everything? It's so funny. <laughs> 
everyone enjoys me leaving and entering and leaving and entering and leaving and entering. Dude, and that was the leaving and entering. That's the best thing about this whole episode was your constant leaving and constant entering. Nice little running game. Yeah, it was great. So uh let's 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 end this Gag. let's end this nightmare right now. Uh Walter for front side, Justin for out of time, Kyle for the crease rule, and Seth coming and going for sleeve. We appreciate all you guys. We are so stoked for this tour. We are so stoked for Bar Down Breakfast. We can't wait to hang with you guys. Enjoy enjoy some great music and have a fucking great time. So um and hopefully by the time uh this tour happens, what is it? Fucking might even playoffs might even be over. I don't know. There might no, still be going know. on. I think there's still be going on. Who knows, yeah. man? We might might have a might have a bar down breakdown. Might have like a game seven fucking. Imagine we go to a Florida game or a Tampa game, maybe, Ooh, dude. I mean, the the There's world is your the world is your oyster. I won't step foot in the Tampa game, but <laughs> <laughs> he'll just stand outside of Amelie the whole time. He's not yep. he's not setting foot in this podcast either. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do, Seth? What do you do? And he's gone. Yeah, and he's, he's gone. gone. <laughs> all right, boys. Love you all. Thank you so much for doing this. We will uh, catch you all out there on the road, killing it, doing the thing. Uh, for Mikey and I, Bar Down Breakdown, we thank you for listening to another episode. And we'll catch you next week. All right. So uh, for that, Cheers, adios. Boys. Thank you. Cheers, thank guys. Thank you, guys. Take care, boys.